Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of I Think Therefore I Speak. My name is Chad, and I thought today we would talk about people and lots of people. So, are we better together or are we losing the power of the individual? Now, there's there's good and bad side to any question, and uh, so I'll try to dive into both. Some of the good things that come from groups and people working together, the strength in numbers concept. Now, what I mean is one plus one doesn't exactly equal two when it comes to people, right? One plus one can equal infinity because people can ping pong ideas back and forth from off of each other and you can see a new perspective. Basically, you know, we are in an objective point of view. I'm sorry. We are in an object, subjective point of view. And when we talk with others, they have an objective point of view to the same thing that we are seeing from our own lens. So what happens is then you can open up new doorways. You can bounce something off of someone else. They might say, wow, I never even thought about it like that. That's a great idea. And now that you say that, I'm having this idea of this. And then person A goes, whoa. I wasn't even going all the way that far with this, but I like where you're going. And now I'm kind of thinking about this whole new thing. What do you think about that? So anyway, you you see where I'm getting at. You can rapidly increase potential when we compound um, a bunch of individuals together. So there's also the limitations of an individual. This I don't really like to talk about because <laughs> I like to believe that anybody can do anything. And it's nice to say, right? I mean, I do believe that. But I also try to, you know, caveat that with a little bit of humility and saying that physically, there are things I cannot do by myself. I I physically cannot go and lift a car up over my head. That's a fact. I mean, it would be really cool. I'd probably be a superhero if I could have that talent or that strength. But there's just things one person can't physically do by themselves or maybe they even can do but it's going to take longer and ultimately you're going to have a lesser result from it so the the idea of the individual has its appeal but each individual that stays as an individual is limited, but if you have a bunch of individuals coming together, you can have a, a beautiful life. And so let's let's think of like a market, right? You have all these vendors, all these people that have their own special little craft, and they come from all over to this market and they share their thing. Now, if every single person there in their own home just tried to do everything and make everything that was in that market Maybe they could over time. Maybe they would be limited. Like we're talking about the lesser result. You just really can't be as good at everything as you can be at doing one thing consistently over and over and over. Mastering it. There's that 10,000 hours rule. So if you master your thing and, you know, I'm still trying to play into the market idea. Not the, you know, against this idea with the individual. But in a market... There's a variety of goods that comes from the diversity of individual interests. So 
let's take the example of like a potter over here on the left. She makes the best pottery around. So everybody pays her well for her pottery. It's functional. It has this beautiful aesthetic that people just are drawn to. And all of that that's put into the pottery, it comes from experience, from years, and from individual style. Now, nobody can duplicate that exactly because the individual style element, well, we all have that, you know. Some of us just pull it out more than others, I believe. So the market, you can go around and you can get all the other things that you don't grow or you don't have that livestock or you don't make those things or whatever. And there's a, a beautiful symbiotic relationship that goes on with uh, a bunch of individuals coming together. So uh, anyway, like the idea of like a market, real vivid, like visual, lots of things that coming together and, you know, Equally, the lady that does the pottery, she doesn't really have time to farm because he's always doing pottery. But John over here, he loves to farm. He farms all the time, full time. <laughs> he's a farmer. So he doesn't mind trading some of his, or some of his you know, vegetables or whatever produce, I guess we'd call it, for the beautiful pottery. And he also uses that to exchange it for... Uh, the rice farmer because he doesn't have time for that he's busy doing other things so anyway I could go on and on but I think you get the point so there's there's strength in numbers now here's another angle we could take the whole strength in numbers part okay imagine you're going to a bar and you're on, an, on a date maybe the first date maybe it's the sixth date doesn't really matter but you're on a date with someone and it's just you and them I say a date because then you're just like two of you you happen to go to a restaurant, bar, or after the restaurant, you go to the bar. And if you've ever been to a bar, then you know that sometimes drinking can lead to dumb decisions, lead to fighting, right? So all of a sudden, you're there with one person. And for whatever reason, there's a group of 10 guys that are drunk and angry. And maybe one of them was interested in your date and not happy that you were with them. And so they started something. And all of a sudden, there's 10 angry, drunk people. Doesn't have to be guys, anybody. And you're one. Well, and then you got the two. But really, you're, there. you're like, well, I got to protect this. You know, she, he, whatever, is not fighting with me. I, this is my date. I got to show him. I got it, you know, I can protect them. So all of a sudden you're in a really bad situation where the power of the individual seems not so mighty, right? You could really use uh, nine of your other buddies or friends in general that could uh, have your back. So when it comes to especially the physical things, but even the intellectual things, there is definitely strength in numbers. So we can't we can't ignore that. Now, the other side of the coin. The are we are people better together? Maybe not. And these are reasons why maybe not. So first of all, when you have lots of people in the in the republic, 
they talked about this. The Republic by Socrates. Oh my gosh, I hope I got that right. Or Aristotle. Oh, please don't judge me too hard on that. I should have definitely known that before I pulled out the Republic. But anyway. I think it's Socrates. I'll, I'll check it. I'm sorry if I'm wrong. But I'll learn from this. So anyway. There's the Republic where they have a dialogue where they're talking about, you know, what would be the perfect society and you know, how, how do you handle this and what do you, how do you deal with that. And what happens is when you have small tribes, small groups, you can manage that. Easy to manage um, to a degree. You get bigger and bigger and bigger and you actually get past uh, the threshold of, I think, there's this, uh, I heard somewhere these guys were talking about uh, tribes can handle up to about 150 people. To have a, a close, connected, um, tight-knit group, and after a 150 people, I think obviously it's a rough number, then people would become too disconnected. You can't know everybody. You can't have 150 um, meaningful relationships, or over 150. Excuse me. So then, when you have too many people, then you gotta put some order to the chaos. You have to have some kind of government, right? And what happens in the short term, it starts with good intentions, good-hearted uh, politicians, whatever. And there are so many people nowadays that it's become a power game. And the power gets addicting to some people and it gets taken advantage of. Or people get taken advantage of that give the government the power, right? So... That's definitely not good. And I don't think the solution is to not have a government, not have police, not have firemen, you know, EMS, all that. That's not the answer. But it it does shed light on there is a problem with the mass amounts of people, you know, and then being able to feed them all, like keep them all, you know, cordial to each other, but let them all like be independent and feel like they have a say in their life because if not people feel suppressed and then they want to um, fight back so it's hard it's really hard to manage people let alone countries and whatnot so the suppression of the individual i hate it i don't like it i felt it a lot in my life i live in uh america i grew up in, in texas uh, the states don't really matter. I mean, it's just the way society is set up. Um, the government needs a lot of sheep, right? Because you can control sheep. But every once in a while, there's a person, or screw that, every single person at some point, to some degree, has the feeling of, well, maybe I'm I'm a wolf. And a wolf does what he wants. He hunts what he wants and he goes out and he gets to create his own life he doesn't just walk around with the sheep being told what to do not ever really live <laughs> you know we all kind of have that yearning at some point to some level you know and you don't like it you don't like having to be a sheep you don't, we don't like that our opinions don't matter or that we don't get to have a say in our life you know those are not good feelings so the suppression that comes with the 
governmental control or like the large groups having some kind of order and that order is pushing down on the individual that something like that so uh let's see you might say well when you have the government you have all those you know services and you have programs and grants and all that kind of stuff where the government helps you and take care takes care of you right you know it's a good thing yeah okay you can say that but here here's the problem the more you rely on others the weaker you become right the more you get accustomed to having someone take care of you you don't exercise the muscles needed to take care of yourself so to speak so another way to think it think about it is maybe not so fit not physically because the more you handle things on your own the more skills you acquire and the stronger you get and people want to be strong no one wants to be weak but also the more that you practice thinking for yourself testing things out you know the better your judgment becomes and the less that you think for yourself what happens there you get it the weaker your judgment becomes he's <laughs> those um so that there's definitely this thing called group think and getting together with groups and thinking it's not bad that's not what we're talking about here because brainstorming and coming up with new ideas new solutions to problems that we've had for years that's different that's not you know group think in the sense of well everybody does this thing so how can it be bad or everybody eats this food this fast food so it can't be too bad for you you know it's the justification of not testing things out and seeing things through on your own that we put that on the group thing that what everybody else is doing right now That's dangerous, first of all, because, you know, maybe everybody out there had a parent at some point when their kid said, well, if everybody, everyone else jumped off a bridge, would you jump off a bridge or a cliff or whatever? And, I mean, if everybody else is doing it, they don't seem bothered by it, you might think, oh, well, I guess we'll all be okay, and then you jump, and then it's like, whoa. I mean, that's a silly example, I guess, but what I'm trying to say is when you don't, when you just follow dogma, when you just go with what's been done because it's been done and there's really no testing it out, like, you know, seeing seeing if there's any validity in the things that are your core beliefs and your core um structures to your being to your philosophy on life those are very important things to not allow to just be placed in the hands of others right so i mean are are we better together i think that there's obviously a lot of reasons that would suggest that we are but i think that we just need to remember that if we get too comfortable with always being in crowds and always, you know, being helped by others, then 
we do kind of suppress the human spirit to a degree by letting the individual go because the individual as far as the ego and trying to you know really just beat everyone else and you know kind of win and make the most money and like see other people as lesser than us and that that kind of egoic like power of the individual that's that's not good and that's not what we're talking about here but the idea of the individual as powerful that can contribute to the group and the more powerful and the more potential that the individual pulls out of himself it's exactly mimicked well not mimicked that's the wrong word but it's it's equally distributed there we go to the group and then the community is stronger because the individual gets stronger so um you know you can play it all the way out to let's move into a little shack in the wilderness you never see anybody Let's just play that scenario out, right? There's a beautiful, romantic idea of the freedom that comes with that and the solitude. I myself have been out backcountry hiking by myself. Um, a lot of friends that and family that don't really like that I do that because they think it's real dangerous. I know that they've never done anything like that, so anything... It, it is dangerous, I'll put it that way. But anything you've never done is going to be a little bit uh, fearful just because you don't understand it. Um, but anyway, I've had some wonderful experiences in my solitude in nature, in the woods, and hiking around, you know, different places, and, uh, I don't think that it's better or worse than if I've had experiences with people going camping and being out in nature, or just, you know, going and doing really fun things with people I care about, you know, but... I will say this, that it does seem that there's more love and experiences that are shared than are just experienced by one person. So if we have to risk the obstacles that we described with having large groups, then I believe it is worth it because... Love is strongest when it's shared, obviously. So, on that note, go ahead and wrap it up so I'm not rambling all everybody's ear off here. But uh, thank you guys for listening in and checking out another episode here. I appreciate and are very honored by anybody clicking those buttons to get here. So, thank you again. And I guess that's it for today. So, catch you on the next episode of I Think, Therefore I Speak. Later.